Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Pendarvis Harshaw. Today on Right Nowish, I am coming to you from my closet. It's March 2020, and the better part of the world is being impacted by the coronavirus. And so I just want to take a moment to acknowledge that a lot of people are experiencing hardships. And so I want to send well wishes to you wherever you are. And at the same time, I want to assure you that at Right Nowish, we're going to continue to churn out stories that make you feel connected to your community because that's what this show is all about. As far as the Right Nowish team, We're all working from home, but nonetheless, we're going to make it work. So, on to this week's show. Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now-ish. Today, we're going to take some time to get in tune with the spirits. In the beginning, it's just darkness, right? It's just like powder being put down. Then you're erasing to see what comes out. Her artwork comes out of shadows, tones of gray, white, and black. There are lines and smudges and ghostly figures on the canvas. Old people? Is that a farmer? That looks like a baby. I can't see details of faces, but I can see eyes. They're looking at me. Maybe this is me projecting. Maybe this is what's objectively coming out of her work. Either way, this is the artwork of Sidney Kane, also known as Sage. I like to think of the hand as like a seismograph, except that instead of it going up and down, it's going uh, circular and spherical, like in and out. Sydney's work isn't just about putting energy into a canvas. No, it's about pulling the spirits out that are already there. There's a lot of themes that cross each other. One of them being the afterlife of a person. Where do you go? Like, what do you, who are you after like being here on this planet when you become an ancestor. I think there's like this element that is haunting, but it's not scary. Like the work isn't meant to be scary. It's a rumination on like place. This year, Sydney is one of the San Francisco Museum of African Diaspora's emerging artists. Her show called Refutations was set to open this month, but it's been postponed due to concerns around the coronavirus. There is no date set as to when it will open. The focus of the show is the afterlives of not only black people, but black spaces as well. Are y'all cool walking through the grass? Are you going to go? Oh yeah, we good, we good. However you want to do it. Oh, I see you're on the backside. Yeah. Fittingly, 
Her studio is in an abandoned military barrack in the old Hunters Point shipyard, which butts up against an historically majority African-American community in the far southeastern corner of San Francisco. And that's where we're going right after this. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Inside of a former Navy barrack, Sydney has her materials, a few chairs, and a desk with a boombox on it. Listen to stuff on the boombox? Oh, yeah. It, I'm like getting functional? like, I'm trying to get my, oh, yeah, it's on. Like, I got my cassette. What is that? George Clinton. Oh, what? What you know about George Clinton? I'm about to go see him on uh, Tuesday. What be prepared to stand for a long time? We kept talking about music and the impact it's had on us, like the fact that my mother and father met at a P-Funk show. And then how Sydney's show at the Moad was inspired by a record. Reputations is from the Diglo Planets album. From 125 right down to Ludlow. You know, a new reputation in time and space. The ancestors peace with his daughters of the dust. Music teaches you shit wonderfully. <laughs> and Sydney uses her own art to teach herself about the spirits that are around her and what used to be. Been here, born and raised in San Francisco. But this this isn't the part of the town you grew up in, right? Nah, I grew up in Fillmore. Like, my family's still there. My folks used to take a lot of photos at Buena Vista Park. And there used to be this tree stump, and they would take a lot of photos on the tree stump, like in the 60s. And that whole area, like right on Haight Street, they, you know, they lived, and they also lived on Center. But my great-grandfather apparently, like, built a shack behind where they were staying at, behind the house, in between there, and I think it's a church. You know, he built his workshop. He was a carpenter. It's just like building space and working with the hands and creating that. I really, I really love that. Yeah. Do you think it's hereditary? Oh, hell yeah, it's hereditary. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, all my folks are creators, like my grandmother, my mother, my cousins. They all write or seamstress. They do something with their hands. So everything I do is just a culmination of what they've been doing their whole lives. It's like inevitable, I feel. It's like it has to come out. Sydney carries herself as a conduit, a person who is here as a bridge to connect generations of her family, as well as a community that's been fractured. And art is her tool. But again, it's about highlighting what's already there instead of trying to fill a void. I work reductively for the most part. 
So it's like a, a, a build up and taking away and building up and taking away until somebody comes out or an element comes out. How do you make your pieces? I've been dyeing paper. So I dye like these larger sheets of cotton rag. So there's a conversation with it being cotton. Then I layer it with like gesso or medium. And mostly the drawings at the moment have been like powder, uh, powder graphite and other metals. I imagine them changing like over time, like the little small molecules or small, <laughs> small elements would like change to something else. You're dealing with all natural Chance resources on. and it's like it's going to change due to oxygen and things like that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The final products are these four foot tall canvases with large images of black figures on a white background. They're ghostly, but kind of familiar. I hope that like when folks see the work and interact with it, there's maybe a conversation with like an ancestor or something like a nostalgia that, yeah. I could see that. A conversation with the ancestor, um, a recognition of spirits of some mm-hmm. sort. It feels like hecka demanding <laughs> sometimes. Uh, like they want to come through. And if it doesn't look right, they'll tell me like, no, the hat is cocked to the side. Like, I don't know. The artwork would tell <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, it's like not Straight that Straight down my hat. hat. Yeah, yeah. I see faces. I see masks. I see images that remind me of, like, Annabellum South. I see almost um, something that looks like like that. It could almost be MLK's face. That could be a Native leader. I see someone that looks like maybe a depiction I've seen of Harriet Tubman. Baldwin. It's crazy because none of these faces are like details. And in terms of what you just said about like looking at the art and seeing an ancestor or recognizing a spirit. Had this one piece, this really long vertical of this man and with this kind of like headdress on. And my my grandmother was there and she was like, that's my dad. Like, that's my dad. And she was like, you know, you never knew my dad. You never knew him, but, like, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> he just showed up in the, in the artwork. Yeah. Like, I've seen photos of him, but I, I don't work directly from photos. Unless yeah. I'm, like, trying to get, like, a very specific part of the body correct. But there was also another person who was like, that's my, that looks just like my brother. <laughs> so there's, like... This reunion, there's so many possibilities, even in these, even in one person's face. Like, you said something to me uh, when we had a phone conversation before, and I wanted to ask you about it. The energy of the unseen, and you question when things are gone, are they really gone? What does that mean? I feel as if we have like a traumatic relationship with dying as Black people. And everybody has a relationship with death, even if you haven't had, like, somebody very close to you pass. Like, we have to develop that because that's the same as life, right? At least that's how I feel. Like, even in those Christian, those spiritual settings, like, for somebody to control even your afterlife is insane, right? It's not really, it doesn't make sense to me. Where does freedom come into play? Yeah. Like, where <laughs> like, can I be free finally? Yeah, yeah. So that's why that's why I did like people talking about um, creating future and creating black future and what does that really look like? I just I was listening to a interview last night about 
African spirituality. And one of the things that stood out to me was the belief that spirits are sent down here to run an errand. Everyone sees differently. Everyone sees from like their own position in the world and in the space. <laughs> so for anybody to like share what they see, even when it's like seeing the unseen is really beautiful and is really a gift. I want to give a big thank you to Sydney Kane, a.k.a. Sage, for opening up your doors and sharing your story with us and for sharing your art with the world. Again, Sydney Kane's opening uh, Refutations has been postponed, but you can follow her work on Instagram under Sage Stargate. Thank you, thank you, thank you to my producer, Ashley Ann Krigbaum. Thank you to my editor, Jessica Plachik. And thank you up to the higher-ups at KQED. That's David Marcus, Julie Kane, and Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw. Thank you for your time today. Peace. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.